Welcome to Basically Famous Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Schuster, and I'm so excited to share stories and interviews with you each week with those who are basically famous in my life. I believe these extraordinary people have great stories to tell, and I can't wait to share them all with you. Be sure to tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. Welcome to this week's episode. Welcome back to another episode of Basically Famous. We are so excited today to be sitting down with Lexi. And Lexi and I met through something she created called Cowgirls and Cocktails, which we will dive into a little more later. But Lexi is just fun. You have a great personality. You love live music, which is, I love live music. So I love that about you. But to start off, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Cool. So my name is Lexi Hoagland. I'm originally from Denver, Colorado, and I'm a triplet. So those are like my big facts. Um, A lot of people don't know, but I have two brothers. We look nothing alike. A lot of times people think we're dating when we're together, which is disgusting, but (laughs) it's just funny. Um, But one is in Arkansas, one's in Nashville, and then my parents are still in Colorado. So I am by myself here in Texas. Um, I went to Harding University, which is in Arkansas, and just absolutely fell in love with the South. Um, kind of established a pretty good resume, but uh, right after college, nobody was hiring me just off of my resume. And so I just really put myself out there. I moved to where I thought I wanted to be, which was Nashville, Tennessee. And I lived there for only seven weeks, but networked like nobody's business. Um had one random job offer in Dallas, Texas with a construction company. And Dallas was a very far off second option for me. Um, But it ended up being the biggest blessing moving to Texas. Uh, Texas is definitely home for me. I don't see myself in Nashville full time right now. I still love it and still have a lot of a, I don't know, I place, I guess, a huge importance on Nashville, but it's not for me. And fell in love with Texas and so here I am. Well I met you through Cowgirls and Cocktails plus at the time you worked for NRS and talk a little bit about how did you get into the western industry. Um, Construction to western apparel are very different things. Yes so while I was in Nashville I got a connection with the Country Music Association and I've started to do freelance work for them and I go back with all of their events. So CMA Fest and CMA Awards. And so country music was kind of my start. Um, but the full-time offer that was for me here in Dallas was with construction. And I was so thankful for that position in that industry. It was very stable during COVID. Um, but ultimately it just wasn't my passion. I showed up on job sites in pink coats and Dolly Parton stickers on my hard hat. <laughs> just did not fit in at all. Um, but living in Dallas, I realized I was spending so much of my free time in Fort Worth and it's very cliche, but I, I truly, to me, the Western industry felt like home. My dad, he grew up farming and ranching and he rode bulls. Um, but living in the suburbs of Colorado, that lifestyle wasn't really provided to me, but the morals and values that were instilled in us growing up going to Fort Worth, being a part of the Western industry, it kind of felt like home for me. And so I always say I fell in love with the romance of the industry, which is so cliche, 
but I just knew it was something I needed to be a part of. And so I networked again, LinkedIn was my best friend. And I came in contact with Jeff Jones, the CFO of Twisted X. And he was like, I like you. I don't have anything for you, but my friends at NRS may. And so NRS, I'm so thankful for them. They took a chance on me, uh, gave me a really great position. I am so grateful for them and uh, started with them, learned so much. And then I recently made a transition over to Lane Boots back in March. And I now work for them over the national accounts and then um, also still a creator program. So it's been fun. I, I love this industry. Well, making this huge shift, you've talked about networking. What advice would you give to someone who's maybe wanting to make a career change, even if it's you're in the industry and you're wanting to do something else, or you're in a completely different industry and you want to get into something else? I, I go back to what I had just said a minute ago. I, I love LinkedIn. I mean, you can find anybody on there. Um, and so I say is just have LinkedIn be your best friend. And what I have learned for myself uh, just through LinkedIn is I feel like anybody can be looking for a job. Not a lot of people are willing to go and learn. And if you reach out to say your dream employer or the person that you look up to and admire, the best thing you can do is learn from them and ask them how they got to where they are, um, their path, any advice they may have. And that's just how you build relationships and you never know who they may know, who they'll connect you to. And um, that's how it's worked for me. And that's what I would recommend for others as well. I totally agree with that. When people ask me what a successful intern looks like to me, I don't have the capacity to hire many interns, um, but if I'm willing to put my name and my reputation kind of out there to help you, like to me, that would be successful for you if I'm willing to use my network to benefit you. So I love that. You never know who you'll meet and who they'll know. And with that, you have this fun little group called Cowgirls and Cocktails. I say little, I think there's over 300 gals on the Facebook page like 350 now it's just just crazy it's been a year so it's wild so tell our listeners a little bit about what is cowgirls and cocktails and how did you get this idea so being in construction they were so good about business development and that was kind of my first role was I was a client coordinator and they had me join all these young professional groups or go to these happy hours and I kind of just looked around in the Western industry and just realized we don't have that. And if we did, then I just didn't know about it. And I would see on social media, girls in the industry hanging out and I wanted to meet them. I just didn't really know how to approach them. And so I probably sat on the idea of cowgirls and cocktails for about nine months. And I, I it's such a cheesy name, but it's memorable. And my goal for it was just to be very low key something where people can either come and make friends or network, make introductions. But ultimately, I really just wanted it to be a place where we can learn from each other and just really foster relationships. And so I launched, or I created a really silly logo on Canva. I, I remember it was a Sunday afternoon and I just said, I got to do this. So I created that logo. It's still up there. And created a Facebook group, wrote a small little mission statement, and I launched it. 
there was no set out plan of like this is how things need to go I just wanted it to happen and I didn't know what people were gonna say because I mean I am an outsider from the industry I I wasn't born really into this industry and so I was scared I'm not gonna lie I was gonna I was scared how it was going to be perceived or what people would say and you know what people may be talking about it but there's 360, 350 women in that group. And it's been amazing to see how it's grown. I mean, it's been really cool also that like cattle raisers can learn from somebody at Justin Boots and just how we all do different things in the industry, but we can all learn from one another. Like I've worked at a retailer and now I work in Boots, but I want to know so much more about agriculture and just like how we can be supporting our farmers. I think that's really cool. And so I just, I wanted to build a longer table and not a taller fence for our industry. And I just don't think that there's a better time than right now to continue to invite people into this industry, get them involved and hopefully fall in love with it. Just like you and I have. Well, I love how you said, you know, you want to build a longer table, not a taller fence. And I definitely think you've done that. You do such a great job of fostering an environment for people to come and hang out and talk about a little bit of the things we've done as a group and how do you come up with the ideas? Um, what does that kind of look like? Um, so if someone was listening here and they want to get together with a group of gals but don't know how to, to go about it, where did you even start? Uh, definitely look us up on Facebook. That's really the only place as of right now where all of our information is stored. I definitely would love the group to grow. I spoke it into existence at our last time that we had met that I wanted merch and I wanted to start an Instagram. And so I put it out there and I need to do it. Um, but look us up on Facebook. And then what was the other part? Can you say? Oh, our, our meetings and what all we've done. What do we do? Uh, yep. Man, I mean, we have done something super simple, like go to a happy hour and like, let's just sit down and talk. Or um, you guys hosted us at the Cattle Race Convention. Justin Boots invited us into their office and showed different historical archives. Uh, we've, support we've supported local businesses, which to me has just been so cool. Uh, the Meat Board in Fort Worth, if you have not been there, special shout out to them just true hospitality um they were amazing and then really I, I really try and leave the ideas open to the group and so if anyone ever comes to me and says hey I want to host or I think this would be really cool I try and keep those ideas together um I'm I it's hard sometimes to get everybody all on the same page but I really try and make it a group effort and not just something that I want to do but that I think a lot of people would enjoy to do together and so it can be something educational or something just super fun um and so yeah I I'd, I'd like to have some bigger events coming up I don't know what that looks like yet but hopefully something fun at the NFR to where we can get girlies from all over and not just DFW so hopefully well I, I hope that for you too I'm not going to Vegas this year but I would definitely share it I was going to say we did professional headshots one time and I thought that was fun and it was a great way to get photos I do I forgot about that one that one was so much fun and we supported two western photographers too so it was awesome yeah that was yes. like, I loved that one that was I think maybe our second one second or third one 
We were still fresh. <laughs> we were, but it was fun to support local photographers, get together, get some good photos for whatever, you know, you needed them for. I used them as my headshots until I got updated ones recently. Um, I think mine is still like Instagram and LinkedIn and everything. So yeah, you've been such a huge supporter of that. And so I'm just very thankful for you for one coming and investing into the group and just sharing it or bringing your interns. I mean, it's you're special. So I appreciate you. Well, I definitely love it. I moved to Fort Worth and didn't basically know a soul 15 months ago when I moved here. So it's been a great way for me to meet people and also meet people that like I followed on Instagram for five years and have never had the chance to meet them in person and get to make the connection and realize like they're just such a great individual and a genuine person and to hang out with them and meet new people. I probably never would have gotten to meet you if it hadn't been for Cowgirls and Cocktails and my funniest story in Marfa over the summer we were I was at a work function and one of our board of directors was like well you're always drinking with that cowgirls group and I was like well I'm not always drinking but yes I do hang out with them we do more than just have cocktails it's just a catchy name I promise oh <laughs> uh, but I thought it was funny that from LinkedIn he had seen I'd been sharing things about cowgirls and cocktails and and noticed so I thought that was fun but the whole goal of it really is to network and to connect. And so do you have any tips or tricks you use when networking? I carry everyone as a friend, honestly. I mean, life, I try to not take myself too seriously. I just want to be someone that people can rely on or know that they have a friend in me. And I naturally have an outgoing personality. And so I think that might help a little bit too. I don't know. But I think just get to know people, ask them questions, invest into their interests and try and connect dots. Um, or, I mean, there's so like Katie Armstrong, for instance, when I wasn't in the industry, I followed her and she was my first connection. Reach out to those people and just offer to take them to coffee or to get lunch and just learn from them because women like her or, I mean, Brenda Van Newkirk. I met her, I remember, at Hotel Drover one night. I mean, those are, like, she's an icon. Just try and get to know them or reach out, ask them questions, and just really invest into them as people before it's a, a business opportunity. And so that, that's my advice is I look for friends, and then you never know what could happen. So, And I would definitely say that people like Katie, like if you just reach out, they're more than likely happy to make the time for you. I know I'm always happy if I can't meet you in person to set up 20, 30 minutes to meet virtually just to connect and get to know each other. And so if you never take the step, you'll never know. I, I just attribute so much of like my success and we're still working on that too, my success, <laughs> but just to people who have invited me in to their lives. And I just feel like I owe it to them to also give that back to other people. And so I feel the same way. It's like I, my, my phone is always on or my Instagram DMs are always open or LinkedIn. And I, I want to talk to people. I want to invite them in. And so I feel the same way. If it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be here. So. So outside of work, what is something you enjoy doing for fun? So I'm a yes girl to a fault. I say yes to nearly everything. Um, but 
In my free time, I like to go for walks. That's my favorite thing to do. Uh, and live music and restaurants. I love a good restaurant scene. I have an account. Uh, I need to work a little bit on it, but it's called Let's See What's Up. I feel like it sounded like Let's See What's Up, where I highlight fun atmospheres to go and eat or uh, different things that are happening on the weekend. And so, uh, yeah, I'm always down to go to a new restaurant. So if you know of any in the Fort Worth or Dallas area that I haven't been to, we should go. I was going to say, I consider you a foodie. When I think about restaurants in town, when people come in, like, I'm like, okay, let me go look at Lexi's Instagram or let me, I think I've texted you before. Like my friends are coming into town. Where are some places I could take them? Oh, it's so much fun. I have, my favorite is Mexican food. Uh, I, I will say, I think some of the best restaurants are, might be in Dallas. And I know that that's a hot take. <laughs> I may get attacked for that one, but I think I think they might be in Dallas. There's some good ones in Fort Worth, but Dallas restaurant scene is top notch. So what are your top faves in no particular order? Uh, well, number one is Vidora in Dallas. It's a Mexican restaurant. It is phenomenal. They have queso that comes out in a volcano rock bowl at 400 degrees and it boils. Uh, love that. And just really cool hanging like hanging booths, I guess, from the ceiling, and it's colorful. That one's really fun. Uh, Hotel Drover, 97 West, brunch, phenomenal, so good. I just went to Quince last night in Fort Worth. Uh, that one was really good. That's a new one. They have a great $7 happy hour on the weekends, starting at 7 p.m., uh, and I do like Maria's in Fort Worth as well. Katie Trail Ice House, I know, cliche. There's some really good ones. Vidora, if you haven't been to Vidora, that one is so good. I feel like I'm putting that on my list for my birthday. That's where we're going. Say it now. I love Maria's. I do too. Their ribeye fajitas are so good. I, I just like the atmosphere too. It's cute. It is. So... How do you find new places to eat? Instagram or word of mouth. Uh, primarily Instagram. I follow other accounts. I love Fort Worth Love List or Dallas Love List, Dallas Sites. Um, one of my favorite Instagram accounts is called Sippin' in Dallas. It's a, it's a girl. Uh, and she does fashion, skincare, health, health and wellness. Uh, but then she's a huge foodie and I love that about her like she is willing to go all out have a big bowl of pasta really like her so I'd say primarily Instagram how fun well I can't believe I didn't even think about food questions on the list to ask you because I knew that and besides food you share all kinds of things there's a rooftop cinema in town you've shared about and other experiences so I love that you give you offer people free advice on things to do. And you are so truthful about your experiences. So your hot take was that you hated, what did you go to? Um, where you like wear the paper crowns, medieval times or whatever. Oh my gosh. Yes. I was so upset. So I took my boyfriend there on a surprise date. I didn't tell him where we were going. I just said I had a romantic date planned, which is partially true. <laughs> 
And I, I remember I gave him hints and he didn't catch on at all. But he, I said, we're going to have dinner fit for a king, like all this silly stuff. So then we pull up and I'm like, what do you think? And I, I wanted this amazing experience because it's also not cheap either. Um, but I don't know if it just wasn't my thing, medieval times, but I think I left and I was just overstimulated. And the entire car ride home, I was exhausted. I felt drained. We, we didn't speak on the way home. We had a good time, but it is truly like a three and a half, four hour show. And I didn't expect that, but... It, it's a lot to take in in every corner they're trying to sell you on something whether it's a light up stick or like the travel size uh alcoholic beverage or I mean it was just a lot I I recommend it for anybody to go and try but I don't think I have to go back for another 20 years truly I was gonna say I probably haven't been in 20 years or like 15 years and I don't I just remember like they don't give you silverware. And oh, I was like, my mom literally beat manners into me. And now she wants me to eat this potato with my hand. Yeah. <laughs> and I think they the server called herself a wench. And I just I just I couldn't take her her seriously. Um it was just it was a lot yeah you eat with your hands which is different honestly the food though I'm not gonna lie it wasn't bad it was not bad the experience was just a lot so but was, you're very truthful on your takes and I really appreciate that yeah I try and add humor to it too it's not like I'm not that serious but at the same time it was I was a little disappointed. I just had such high expectations because that place on the outside and inside it is immaculate. But I was just expecting something great. And it is great. It's just a lot. So <laughs> I can't believe you remembered that. That's really funny. <laughs> so we went like, I don't know, I was like seven or eight, maybe. And I just remember being like, what in the world? And so when you posted, you went, I was like, oh, I'm waiting for this review. Like, as an adult, how does the experience differ? Because as a kid, you're just like in awe and you're like, it's big. And like, like you said, like it's a beautiful building and the inside and the architecture and just like taking it all in. And I do remember it being super long and then it's like super dark where you were sitting. Yeah. So it's like, you also couldn't like see anything like next to you. I'm 26 and my boyfriend's 33, so it's as if I took him to Chuck E. Cheese. Like, it, there was just so many kids. <laughs> it, it may have not been the best move on my behalf, so. Hey, but you're laughing about it now. I bought the $22 picture over here in the corner to <laughs> have as a memory, so. <laughs> well, to wrap up our time together today, if you had a billboard, what would be on it and why? Okay. So I really thought about this question um, and my, I have, I've had a recent saying lately and it started out as something sarcastic and now I, I truthfully mean it in a positive way. But whenever something would happen, say to a friend, or I'd hear something of like, oh, so-and-so went on a vacation or so-and-so did this at work. I'd respond with something silly like, oh, well, someone's got to do it. It might as well be them. And then I started to think about it a little bit more and I feel like that applies in a serious sense too of like there's that dream job out there or there's this 
goal I want to hit or I want to go I want to go on this vacation and do this and in my head I just think like well someone's got to do it might as well be you and so I try and be a really big cheerleader for the people that are in my life whether it's work related or my friends or my family and I just feel like I would want that billboard to say that like someone's got to do it might as well be you just to encourage them to keep going or to hit that milestone um and so I would want that just I don't know what's behind it or anything else but maybe just as like a good encouragement for someone to take that next step and just to really get involved or shoot for the moon I love that when people ask how I started a podcast I was like I just decided why not like if if someone else can do it I can do it too so I, I really love that well thank you so much for taking some time to join me it's been so fun chatting with you well I appreciate you Tyler you're doing great things in our industry and it's fun to have you as a friend so I'm thankful for you so thanks for having me the feeling is mutual Friends, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Basically Famous. I hope you've been inspired, challenged, and motivated to take on whatever today brings. Please be sure to follow us on social media at Basically Famous Podcast. Subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. We'll see you next week.